Does your dog talk to you? Do you know what he or she is saying? Welcome to My Doggy Says. Here now to help you understand and build a closer relationship with your dog, the host of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Hi, this is Fred Haney, host of the My Doggy Says show, where we try to learn as much as we can about our doggy friends. And we're doing that by interviewing experts from all corners of the dog world. We also try to figure out what our dogs are saying to us. The whole idea here is to try and build better relationships with our pets and become dogs' best friends. As usual, I'm here with Callie, my uh, two-and-a-half-year-old golden retriever. She's kind of licking my face and my legs and uh, hanging out with me, and we had our uh, usual little soccer game. But uh, there's a new thing in Callie's life, and she hasn't quite figured it out yet. I, I decided to go out and get a kid-sized soccer net uh, for Callie to defend in our uh, backyard soccer game. Uh, if you listen to the program, you know that uh, Callie uh, invited me to play soccer when she first arrived at our house as an eight-year, eight-week-old puppy. And we've been playing soccer ever since, and she's gotten really good. She does these nosers where she jumps three and a half or four feet in the air and bonks the ball right out of the sky. So I decided I'd get a net for her so we could uh, learn to defend the goal and uh, get some video of that. We've already got some video of her on uh, YouTube, but uh, it would be more fun if she's defending a net. But she hasn't quite figured out what to do with that, and I'm trying to figure out how to uh, be a good trainer and uh, get her comfortable with it. So we've got, we've got some work cut out for us. The other uh, little news item on our front, uh, if you uh, w- want to go to our blog, you'll, you'll see the story. We lost our longtime pal uh, Tiki, the blue-fronted Amazon parrot, yesterday, uh, and uh, Tiki's life has been a bit of a mystery to us. We, we thought Tiki was 20 years old, but we found out uh, probably in the last couple of days that she's more like 40 uh, because of a... Uh, tumor she had, the doctor said, that just doesn't happen in smaller birds or younger birds. Is there any chance she's older? So we did a little research and found out that our 20-year-old parrot was probably uh, 40 or 50 plus. Uh, and uh, we, we also have uh, kind of flipped around a couple times about Tiki, whether Tiki was a he or a she. Uh, Tiki started out as a he and then got diagnosed as a she, and now the doctor is not sure but what Tiki's a he. So we don't know how old she is and what her sex is, but she was a great bird. And we miss her. She was one of the heroines of My Doggy Says. There's a fun picture which is posted on our blog of Jamie sitting under Tiki's cage waiting for Tiki to drop a bite of toast. That was a daily ritual that the two of them engaged in. Our guest tonight uh, is fun. We're going to learn a lot about uh, helping keep our dogs in good health. Uh, Her name is Valerie Wood, and she's the author of Breakfast with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. Uh, And uh, we'll start that conversation in just a minute. Uh, If you'd like to be a part of the program, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. Uh, outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. And uh, tonight, uh, to uh, bribe you into uh, calling in and being part of the program, we'll offer uh, a couple copies of, of Valerie's book, Breakfast with Buster, uh, and also a couple 
copy of each of our two books. Uh, love to have you join the program. Uh, we also like to have you comment uh, on the program during the week. Uh, feel free to send uh, email to me, fred at mydoggiesays.com or jamie at mydoggiesays.com. And uh, you can listen to these interviews as podcasts on our blog, mydoggiesays.com slash blog. And they're also available on iTunes. Uh, if you go to the iTunes and click store and click on podcast, then uh, ask for My Doggy Says and we'll pop right up. Our guest today is Valerie Wood, who's the author of Breakfast with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. And Valerie is a writer, a photojournalist, uh, and graphic design publication artist. She's a sports writer, a photographer, and she's covered the professional minor hockey leagues for Hockey Inc. magazine. And she is the author of the hockey-themed novel, Enforcer. Valerie was an on-field photographer for the 1995-96 CFL champion Baltimore Stallion. I'm not going to read her whole bio. She has a lot of background uh, with animals as well, and we'll get her to tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Valerie, welcome to the My Doggy Says Show. Hi, Fred. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to our conversation. You, Same here. Uh, you embarked on, on quite a mission here. Uh, tell us a little about Buster. How did uh, Buster come into your life? Well, we got Buster as a puppy and um, picked him up on a Veterans Day in 1997. His mother was a brindle boxer, and they weren't sure about the father. They thought it was either a great day or... My husband says a great Dane or a small pony. <laughs> Buster turned into a 163-ish pound big brown dog. Oh, that's a big dog. Yeah, he was supposed to be like medium size, but he just kind of kept going. So we got him as a puppy. We got him because we, at that time, had a Doberman who was a bit of a head case. And we were hoping that having a companion would help him out a little bit and calm him down. And uh turned out that we lost the Doberman when he was four and a half to a massive heart attack. He had a cardiomyopathy, a hole in the heart. Then after that, we just, uh, Buster seemed to adapt to being an only dog in our home. So he was the only, you know, canine we had, and we had cats at the time, and we still do. If you just tuned in, you're listening to the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, author of the four-time award-winning book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie. And we're talking this evening with Valerie Wood, who's the author of Breakfast with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. So we've got this 163-pound dog. Uh, What was he like to be around? He was wonderful. He was a gentle giant. We always said his weight came in brown sugar. He was 163 pounds of brown sugar. He was so sweet and very intelligent, uh, quiet. He, he was very uh, loving. He loved the kitty cats. and He was more more of a person than a dog to us, you know. He was like, a, like our little kid. That's great. So uh, what kinds of things did you do with Buster? Oh, we just, um, you know, just average, everyday stuff at the time. Uh, he was great riding in the car. He'd sit in the car like a person. People would, you know, go past and think he had somebody on the back seat. And uh, he was great with um, with the cats, and if people came over, 
He played in the yard, you know, the typical puppy stuff. Does a 163-pound dog get a lot of exercise? <laughs> he actually did. Uh, he got up to that weight. He His best weight was about 138 to 140. So by the time he hit 163, when he was around 8 to 9 years old, he was a bit overweight, but he he just was so solid. He wasn't, you know, pot-bellied or saggy. He just was big, big dog. Just because it's kind of fun, why don't you tell our listeners Buster's full name? <laughs> okay, well, he started out as Buster Brown, and it kind of evolved into Buster, Bocephus, Beauregard, Baxter, Brown. You left out the Boudreaux. Boudreaux, hey, I left out Boudreaux. <laughs> or a guard. Probably one Boudreaux. or two others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, these uh, the, the doggies' show names or something else. Callie's uh, show name, if we were to show her, which which we won't. Uh, would be Woodlands Callaway Hole in One. Mm-hmm. And we've uh, run into that with the cat names. We used to breed and show Abyssinians and Silver Tabby American Short Hairs and some other breeds. And, you know, we'd name them according to our whims, but some of the ones we bought had some unpronounceable names. So, so the serious part of your story really starts when Buster gets to be about 10. Yes, when Buster was 10 years old, he had started limping out in the yard. It was like in January. And we just thought, well, perhaps, you know, he slipped up on the hill because of the snow and everything. But we were worried, so we took him into the vet. And after the vet examined him and x-rayed him, he said he was pretty sure that he had bone cancer. And the limping is actually probably the first symptom that you're going to see for that. And bone cancer is really prevalent in large dogs. Uh, the Boxers, the Great Danes, um, any large dog is more prone to that. So at that time, they made the diagnosis, and um, they told us that basically they thought he had maybe one to two months if we did chemotherapy and radiation because uh, it spread so quickly. And the chemo and radiation actually wasn't going to cure anything. It was going to kind of be a, a palliative type thing where it just helps um, with the pain management and the symptoms. And the other alternative they said to us was that they could amputate his leg. Well, in dogs and cats, most people don't realize it, but when you amputate a limb, they don't like take it off at the elbow if it's in the wrist. If it's in the arm at all, they take the limb off up at the shoulder. And with Buster's size and his weight at the time, which was around 163, and his age, we, you know, we didn't really think that was something that he would ever be comfortable with, and we knew it would be quite a trauma. So what we basically did at that point, we had a good traditional vet who was open to holistic and alternative medicines, but not really experienced in it and I told him I wanted to find out more and try some things so we worked with him for a while he he kept Buster on pain medications the entire time from then on and he monitored those doses but I went online and I started doing some research into other things that we might be able to do to help him and 
we'll get into that a little bit in the next segment. Uh, we're coming up on a break uh, in a, a minute and a half or so. Uh, Val, tell people how they can find your uh, book and your website. Well, you can find the book at the website, which is breakfastwithbuster.com. You have to and be that, careful about it, don't you? It's breakfast. Yeah, with, a, with an S. Breakfast per plural. Yeah. Or the book is available at the website, and it's also on Amazon.com. And the website's pretty fun. We'll talk about the website more, too, but uh, there, there's some uh, nice content uh, available for people on the website. Uh, it's the My Doggy Says show. We're talking this evening with Valerie Wood, who's the author of Breakfast with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. And uh, we've heard a little bit about uh, the kind of dog Buster was, a 163-pound mixed breed. Uh, And uh, come back and join us after the break, and we'll learn about how Valerie went about battling Buster's bunk. Welcome back to My Doggy Says. Here once again to help you understand and build a closer relationship with your dog. The host of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Welcome back to the My Doggy Says show, where we learn as much as we can about our doggy friends in order to improve our dog talk skills and have better relationships with our pets. We're trying to be dog's best friend, and we're brought to you by the Doggy Appreciation Network. Our guest this evening is Valerie Wood, who's the author of Breakfasts with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. And if you'd like to be part of the program, and uh, if you have a question for Valerie or would just like to uh, join the conversation, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. Outside the Phoenix area, it's 1-866-536-1100. And uh, the first two callers will receive a copy of Val's book and and also a copy of My Doggy Says. So a copy of Breakfast with Buster and a copy of My Doggy Says for the first two people to call the show this evening. And uh, we'll... Uh, Pick up our conversation with Val. I'll, I'll just remind you one more time, numbers to call, 602-277-KFNX, and outside the Phoenix area, 1-866-536-1100. That's a toll-free number. And do uh, comment on the program. Callie and I are anxious to hear your comments. You can send an email to fred at com. And you can also uh, listen to these interviews streamed live on 1100kfnx.com, 8 to 9 p.m. Mountain Time and Pacific Daylight Time. And you can also find them on iTunes. So, uh, Valerie, welcome back to the My Doggy Says Show. Hi, Fred. Thank you. Uh, before the break, we uh, uh, were just at the point where you had discovered that uh, Buster had bone cancer, and uh, you got the idea 
that uh, you wanted to pursue some holistic approaches. First of all, where did that idea come from? I mean, how, how did what gave you that thought? Well, I've always had an interest in holistic and alternative medicine. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> and um, for years, I've just kind of read about different topics of that on my own. I used um, some alternative um, treatments for myself for migraines. I had severe debilitating migraines for many years, and I didn't like taking the medicines that, you know, the doctors give you. And I had run across several recommendations to take a magnesium supplement. And so I started using magnesium, and within about six weeks, the migraines started slowing down tremendously. And after a few months, I was rarely having them at all. And uh, at this point now, knock on wood, I really haven't had any in uh, probably about six months or so. And when I do, they're very minor. They're not nearly as horrible as they used to be. So, you know, my experience was that there are things out there that you can use to help you that help your system. And I had a similar experience, by the way, with migraine headaches, and in my <laughs> case, the solution was water. Hmm. <laughs> it, it really made a difference. I, I, I finally kind of figured out that I was probably not drinking as much water as I should, and I uh, just increased my water intake, and the headaches went away. I think that would help because uh, the migraines are mostly called caused by the blood vessels in your uh, temples and around your eyes. Expansion. And, yeah, they just tighten up, and that starts that. So things that will keep your blood thinner or flowing are are going to help. So you had some personal experience that suggested that uh, maybe there were some holistic approaches that uh, would be helpful to Buster. Yes, that was really what what keyed me to thinking, well, you know, let's see what we can find out that could help Buster because at this time when he was diagnosed, the his leg appeared normal. The tumor that started to develop was on his left, like, forearm, what would you call his wrist? At least I do as a human. I'm not sure what the dog, you know, doctors call it. <laughs> and uh, so his leg looked normal. And he was otherwise, you know, healthy and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and all that. So there's no way we could consider doing anything like they talked about, you know, euthanasia. And there's like no way. So I went online, started there, and found uh, some books and some sources that looked like they would be helpful. I found some books that are more dog-related. And in Breakfast with Buster, I have a pretty comprehensive bibliography in the back listing the books and, you know, describing briefly what type of book it is, whether it's for humans or dogs and nutrition or cancer. I'm trying to remember if uh, any of those resources are available on your website. At this time, they're not, but we're pretty new with the website, so we're trying to start adding in um, you know, links to other things that you can try that, you know, that we know are good. And we want to get the bibliography up there as well so that, you know, there'll be like a, a fact sheet. So give our listeners uh, information about the website. How do they find the website so they can track along as you begin to add these resources? I'll just go to www.breakfastwithbuster.com. 
And we do have a place on there that you can sign up for our email list. Again, we're new in development, so nobody's going to be overwhelmed with emails from us. But we'll try to start, you know, sending out notices when major updates are made on the website. Uh, this is the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, author of the four-time award-winning book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie. And we're talking this evening with Valerie Wood, author of Breakfasts with Buster, uh, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. And we've heard Valerie's story about how she discovered uh, Buster's bone cancer and because of some personal experience had the idea that maybe some uh, holistic approaches would would be helpful. Uh, talk a little about uh, what you mean when you say holistic. What, what does that mean to you? Well, the, basically what it really means is using natural type foods, vitamins, supplements that, you know, don't have additives and things, um, you know, sugar, things, things that are not natural foods, actually. And the main thing that I keyed on with Buster that we changed right away was his diet because uh, I also, I read a lot <laughs> and I get into topics pretty deeply sometimes. And one thing I had learned was that cancer survives on sugar. Cancer thrives on sugar and acid and sugar and carbohydrates work in your system the same way. So we wanted to eliminate as much of that from his diet as we could right away. And that included like rice and anything pasta or a whole, even whole grains on a cancer diet, white flour, corn, cornmeal and corn byproducts. And we started looking now, at... Now the, just to be clear, you're saying things are, those are things that are okay or those are things you want to eliminate? Those are things you want to eliminate, okay. especially on a cancer-fighting diet. Gotcha. When, when you have a pet that's normally healthy, you know, moderate um, amounts of those are okay. They're not going to trigger it. But when you're fighting it, you want to eliminate the source of food that feeds the tumors. Makes sense. Yeah, so we started... Uh, we started fixing Buster's food completely from scratch. Uh, we would get chicken breast or ground beef or, you know, beef cubes or something like that. And a lot of time, a lot of vegetables, and a lot of times, whatever we were having for supper, Buster had too. We would just make plenty of it, you know. And then we started looking into the supplements that we thought were going to help him right away. And I spent some time, uh, you know digging into that and adding them as we went along. Uh-huh. One of the uh, books that I found really helpful was one that actually was published over in Europe. You can get it over here through Amazon. And it had to do with uh, using flaxseed oil and cottage cheese as a specific tool to fight cancer. And so we added a quarter cup of cottage cheese and three tablespoons of flaxseed oil twice a day to Buster's Meals. That's basically where we got started. And uh, do you remember the title of that book? Um, give me a moment. I well, maybe, uh, maybe during the break here, uh, you, you can check your notes. Um, we're, we are coming up on a break. Uh, it's a My Dog He Says show. We're talking this evening with Valerie Wood, who's the author of Breakfast with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. And it's a fascinating story about how 
Valerie did some uh, serious research and found some uh, things that, that uh, really helped Buster out. Uh, fight his battle against bone cancer. So as the My Doggy Says show, don't go away. We'll be back with Valerie Wood after the break. Your dog's actions may speak louder than words. Welcome back to My Doggy Says, here again to help you become a better listener with your best friend, the author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Welcome back to the My Doggy Says show, where we try to figure out what makes dogs tick. We're trying to build stronger bonds with our pets in order to be dogs' best friends. And we're doing it here on the Doggy Appreciation Network. Our guest this evening is Valerie Wood, who's the author of Breakfasts with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. And if you have a question for Valerie and would like to join the conversation, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. Outside the Phoenix area, it's 1-866-536-1100. And... Uh, for the first two people to call this evening, uh, we'll be glad to give you a copy of Valerie's book, Breakfasts with Buster, and also a copy of my book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie. So do uh, call. We'd love to have you join the conversation during the week. Uh, we'd also like to hear from you at uh, fred at mydoggysays.com. If you have suggestions for the program or uh, some uh, a speaker that you might like to uh, suggest as a guest, uh, we'd love to hear those suggestions from you. You can also follow us during the week on Twitter at uh, twitter.com forward slash mydoggyset. So we'll pick up our conversation with Valerie. Uh, Valerie, just before the break, uh, you, you were uh, going to check the title of one of the books you relied on as you try to research uh, ways that you might uh, help Buster out. Yes, I did find it. I apologize that I couldn't rattle it off, but I think you'll understand why. It's called Flaxseed Oil as a True Aid Against Arthritis, Heart Infarction, Cancer, and Other Diseases. And it's by Dr. Johanna Budwig, published in 1994. And this basically, what I got out of this book, and again, most of these are protocols that are intended for humans, and my logic was, what's the difference, you know, <laughs> that, that their systems were basically the same as ours, and this should work. So this specific uh, use of flaxseed oil and cottage cheese is supposed to help the uh, system and the uh, digestion bind the, the kind of bad particles into it so that they pass through the system. So... And, uh, when you started this kind of diet for Buster, uh, was he also getting standard dog food? When we started this diet, he was no longer getting any standard dog food. So it was a complete switch. Complete switch. And I, I know that when you're introducing and changing diets, you'd like to try to do that gradually. But the way that Buster would eat anyway. For, for his size, he didn't eat very much. He must have had a slow metabolism like some of us. And um, 
you know, I was pretty sure he could tolerate everything well, and he did. So we would feed him twice a day with some protein like chicken or, or ground beef, vegetables. You know, we'd cook up spinach or broccoli or whatever looked good at the store and was fresh if possible, and mix the cottage cheese in it with the flaxseed oil and garlic powder for some flavor, as well as garlics and antioxidant. And then we, one of the other things I ran across pretty immediately was the use of the spice turmeric. Turmeric is used in a lot of Indian curry type cooking, and it's been shown to uh, prohibit the growth of cancer. So we started adding like a half a teaspoon of turmeric to his meals as well. So he got a fairly seasoned, decent, you know, meal twice a day. He was a slow eater, too. Were there other uh, supplements or vitamins that you, you used in Buster's diet? Yes. We, we also started at this time to expand on what he, he'd always been getting, like vitamin C and a multivitamin. We added vitamin E and uh, went to the salmon oil or an omega-3 type fatty oil. And I really... Uh, I, he liked those capsules. They come in those big uh, gel caps, and I could just give those to him or mix them in the food, and he'd eat those right away. The supplements, like the vitamins, that reached the point where I ground those up in a mortar and pestle to mix them in because it was just too many pills, you know. And we would use uh, bribes to get him to eat some things. Uh, probably the only thing I... <laughs> I won't say I shouldn't have used, but we tried to use sparingly. He loved Braunschweiger, and it's a fatty, you know, meat. So we could wrap the pills in Braunschweiger and give him a treat that way. And all, we had to eliminate all uh, dry food, you know, all the uh, milk bones and all the good stuff that he loved, the cookies. So we used to give him butter cookies, you know, like you do. And um, we started giving him... The dried liver that you get at a pet store that they use for training treats, it's 100% dried liver. And he really loved that, so we would give those to cubes to him as treats, or I'd put them in the magic bullet and bust them up and sprinkle them over his food for a change of flavor. We probably sound like we're selling pills here, but we're not. <laughs> it's the My Doggy Says Show. Uh, I'm your host, Fred Haney author of the four-time award-winning book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie. And we're talking this evening with Valerie Wood, who's the author of Breakfast with Buster, uh, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer, and she's describing uh, the approach she adopted to uh, using holistic methods, uh, holistic foods, uh, that really helped uh, extend Buster's life uh, somewhat beyond what uh, the doctors uh, originally thought might be possible. Um, and if you'd like to join the conversation, uh, we'd love to have you call. Uh, in Phoenix, the number to call is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. If you have a question for Valerie uh, or would just like to join the conversation, please do call. Uh, for the first two callers this evening, uh, we'll be giving you a free copy of Valerie's book, Breakfast with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer, and my book, 
my dog, he says. Messages from Jamie. So um, during this time, uh, did you notice any changes in Buster's behavior? Did the change in diet uh, change the way he behaved at all? No, he seemed very satisfied with the diet. And since it was kind of like people food with uh, healthy additives, I think that helped a lot. And at this point is when Buster started losing weight. And it was more of a natural weight loss. And actually over the next eight months, he went down from 163 or so to 137. And that was his, you know, ideal adult weight. Anyway, so it's also saying something about eliminating sugars and carbs from your diet as a way to lose weight in a natural manner. Uh Uh-huh. So Buster didn't have any choice because, you know, he couldn't get in the cabinet and open up the bones or anything. <laughs> so now, like we would. D- during this time, you, you also tried uh, another kind of treatment. You uh, experimented a little with acupuncture. Yes. In uh, August of 2007, we had been trying to find a holistic vet, and there aren't that many in our area at least, And we went into the health food store at the mall one day, and we'd been getting Buster's supplements there. And we had, you know, got conversational with the lady that ran the store, and she had um, saved a business card for us from a vet that had come in for some, uh, you know, supplements and stuff. And so she got the number for, for us, and we got home. I gave her a call, and she came out, and that was Dr. Linda Gray. Linda is not only a practicing vet in Maryland, but she's a licensed master acupuncturist. And she makes house calls, which were all things that helped us out tremendously. So uh, she came out and examined Buster. She said that basically everything we were doing, his diet, were things that she would have recommended. She added some more supplements in to try to help his system, you know, clean out the, the bad stuff in it. And she started acupuncture treatments on him. And the first one that she did, Buster, his bed was in the kitchen on a big quilt in the corner, and he'd lay there. And Linda got down on the floor with him and put the needles in him. And she looked, he looked at her rather suspiciously, but he was so sweet, he just, he let her do it. You know, we told him it's okay. And uh, after she was done, he just zoned out on his bed. He was just relaxed, and he slept for most of the evening. Hey, this stuff's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do think it really helped him, you know. I, I think it could have helped more if we had been able to do some of this sooner. But, you know, it's so hard to try to get everything together and find the right people and learn what you need to do. Then did you uh, continue with the acupuncture? Yes, we continued with the acupuncture all the way to the point where we lost Buster. So uh, we're, we're coming up on a break, Valerie. Uh, tell our listeners how they can find your website uh, and kind of track the resources uh, as you post them there uh, and also how they can find your book. You can find us on the web at www.breakfastwithanswithbuster.com and the book is also available on Amazon. And uh, on the website, if you go to breakfastwithbuster.com, you can sign up for our email list. And we're working to get the site updated with new information and links. The the My Doggy Says show. Uh, We'll be back with Valerie Wood after the break. 
body language, facial expressions, they're not just for humans anymore. Author Fred Haney says his dog Jamie talks to him. And now to continue the canine conversation, author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Welcome back to the My Doggy Says show. I'm Fred Haney, your host and author of the four-time award-winning book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie, How a Dog Named Jamie Talks to Her People. We're talking this evening with Valerie Wood, who's the author of uh, Breakfast with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. And if you'd like to join the conversation, we'd love to have you call. Please uh, call in Phoenix, uh, 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. And for the first two callers this evening, we'll give you a copy of Breakfast with Buster, and also a copy of My Doggy Says, free copy. During the week, we'd love to hear from you. If you have uh, comments or suggestions for the show or a guest you'd like to hear, uh, you can email me at fred at mydoggysays.com. You can also uh, hear these interviews as podcasts on the mydoggysays.com blog and also on iTunes. If you go to the iTunes store and click on podcasts, uh, will show up under My Doggy Says. Uh, Valerie, uh, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, Fred. Uh, just uh, as we approach the break there, you were uh, giving some information about how people can find the book and the website. Why don't you repeat that because some of it got chopped off. Okay, sure. Yes, you can find us on the web at www.breakfastwithbuster.com and the book is also available on Amazon.com. And if you go to the website, you can find more information. We're constantly trying to add stuff to it for resources and links to helpful information for people that are looking for help with uh, especially bone cancer. And uh, we will be adding the resources like the bibliography that's in my book to the website as well. So talk a little about the the book. First of all, the title. Why uh, Breakfast with Buster? Well, it really kind of uh, just evolved from every morning when I came downstairs and Buster would greet me from his bed in the kitchen. When he was diagnosed, he used to sleep up in our bedroom alongside the bed on his, uh, kind of had a pallet with a couple of comforters. And because of the leg and the limping and the bone cancer, we decided he was going to have to moved downstairs to the kitchen, so he protested for a couple of weeks, but uh, we put a kitty gate up and made him stay downstairs, and he got used to being in the kitchen and, and his corner, and I would just come down in the morning, and as soon as I rounded the corner of the dining room, he'd be sitting on his uh, quilt, wagging his little tail and looking at me, and uh, that's kind of, I guess, where the idea came from, because I would start fixing his breakfast, and I talked to him, uh, you know, while while we're fixing it. How are you doing? Did you have a good night? And he didn't answer me too much, but he seemed to appreciate that we were conversing. Dogs have a way of uh, participating in these conversations, don't they? You, you never feel bad after talking to your dog, especially after having breakfast with. Them. No, you, you sure don't. Between the eyes and the expression, and you you can tell what they're thinking. You know, you get to know them as a personality and an individual, and each of them is very much their own unique character. 
Now, why uh, should somebody re- read your book? What uh, are you uh, trying to convey to your readers? Well, I had a, a few things that I was trying to convey. One was um, one was part vanity that I wanted a book about Buster because we loved him so much, and I wanted people to know what a wonderful dog he was. So I did a biography section with him, and there are a lot of photographs in there with him, with his uh, Doberman buddy and with the kitty cats. And then the other part that's, you know, serious and more important is when I started doing my research, I couldn't find any one resource that had a lot of these ideas in one place. You know, I'd go from book to book and take a little from this and a little from that to use in treating Buster and trying to come up with a way to help him. And it started occurring to me around August of that year that this all needs to be in one place so other people that are trying to deal with this can find the information more readily. And another major concern, unfortunately, when you're dealing with this is the cost of treatment. And you know well how the uh, with the economy and everything the way it is and the veterinary fees and surgeries and they're talking about, like in Buster's case, radiation and chemotherapy, that would be like a, uh, you know, a loan you'd have to take out to try and do it. And it's not fair to put people in a position to have to make a choice like that because no matter how much you love your pet sometimes, I'm not sure I personally would agree with this, but I understand that sometimes you have to make that choice that you just can't afford to do it. If you just tuned in, you're listening to the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, author of the four-time award-winning book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie. And we're talking this evening with Valerie Wood, who's the author of Breakfast with Buster, Helping Buster Battle Bone Cancer. Uh, And it's quite a tale of, Valerie's successful uh, approach at uh, buying Buster some additional time. What, uh, Valerie, about 10 months uh, that the vets didn't think Buster would live? Additional months? Yes. The the vet had said one to two months when he was diagnosed around January, early February of 07. And we lost him in November of 07. So he had a lot of quality time with us, and, you know, he wasn't in pain, he wasn't suffering for sure, and um, up to the very end when we lost him, it actually had to do with the tumor that was on his front left foreleg starting to grow, and around late August, early September, it started to mass and get bigger steadily, and we, you know tried everything we could find to throw at that, but there wasn't any way that we could slow it down. And we had him x-rayed in mid-October because our vet was talking about going in and trying to surgically debulk the tumor and remove the the mass that was around his wrist. So the vets x-rayed him first, and when they looked at his chest x-ray, they were totally shocked because there were no tumors whatsoever present in his uh, lungs, his liver, stomach, kidneys, any organs. And you attribute that to the dietary changes? Absolutely. That's yeah. the only way. That's the only answer for that because bone cancer 
is insidious and it spreads through the marrow and usually first attacks the lungs and then gets into the other organs and that's why the survival rate is, you know, rarely one to two months after diagnosis. Mm. So, so when, you, you would uh, like the book, uh, Breakfast with Buster, to serve as uh, sort of a guide and a reference for people uh, whose dogs face a cancer problem. Uh, and uh, your advice to people is to uh, do some of the same homework that you've done, although you are trying to compile some of those uh, sources and pull them together. That's probably a, a, a very valuable collection of uh, references that you've got there. Well, we think it's very effective, and, yes, that's exactly what we're after with the book is to try to, you know, there's more that can be learned and done, certainly, but it's, cert- it's a starting point for somebody who's trying to deal with this without, uh, go, you know, going through traditional veterinary treatments that it really aren't going to prolong your pet's life. There uh, are also a couple references on the My Doggy Says website that I think would not be uh, inconsistent with uh, some of the things you're suggesting. Uh, mm-hmm. One would be the interview we had with Ted Schneck of uh, Dog Cancer Ride Across America, uh, you, you could find that on our uh, website, and also uh, with Kevin Meehan, the uh, founder of Mulligan Stew Pet Food. Uh, Valerie, it's uh, just been delightful to have you here. It was a great uh, mission you set out on. Uh, remind our listeners one more time how they can find uh, your book and your website. Okay, thank you, Fred. I have enjoyed talking to you and your listeners. You can find us on the web at www.breakfastwithbuster.com. That's breakfast, plural, with an S. And you can find the book on the website or on Amazon.com. I think it's also on Barnes & Noble, most likely. And uh, we have information on the website to, to try to help you and guide you. There's a way you can contact me. We will have a contact for the holistic vets who helped us out. I live in the... Uh, Baltimore area in Maryland so you know obviously that's limited to this area but uh, if we can be of any help we certainly would be glad to help anybody that's trying to fight this uh, battle with their pet well thank you so much well, thank you. for being a part of the program uh, tune in again next week 8 to 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time uh, or uh, 8 to 9 Pacific Daylight Time In the meantime, pay attention to what your dog is saying, do something about it, and remember Jamie's first rule for a good life, don't bark if a wolf will do the job. 